Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's evangelist Jonathan. Hey, Lisette, Nadia, Brandon, welcome in. Marcy, Becca in Alabama, Kevin, nice to see you. I'll let everybody get in here. Uh, I told you I'd be on at 9.45 Eastern every day, and I was three minutes late to a program that's on in my own living room. That'll let you know I have a, a bit of a problem. Not really a morning person. Hey, Pastor Mike, Janice, good to see you. All right. So I, I titled uh, today, New Shocking Arizona Audit Results. The only thing is it's kind of a lie because it's not new. But because nobody will really cover it, it's just starting to get some traction right now. I saw it on Rasmussen last night. Hey, Jess. And um, Gateway Pundit reported this in late September. Mid-September, September 19th, my mother's birthday. But it's just starting to like uh, pick up now. So it says, I think if you even link to this article, you get your account suspended. What's going on? Arizona recently processed 673,000 voter identities with the Social Security Administration and 58% had no match found. So 673,000 voter identities were were matched with Social Security and uh, there was no match on 58% of them. Close to 400,000 that would be. In the last 10 weeks, Arizona has checked the voter registration credentials with the Social Security Administration on 673,560 applicants. This is a massive volume considering most states, including Arizona, typically process around 2,500 a month. They've processed more identities in the last two months than they've done in the last nine years combined. Is someone scrubbing a database or auditing federal-only voters during new federal during new voter registration, states are to verify the driver's, the driver's license number against their own MVD database. Only in situations where no driver's license can be provided should the state check their identity through the Help America Vote Verification interface provided by the Social Security Administration. So from now on, we'll refer to that Help America Vote Verification as HAV, H-A-V-V. The 43 states that participate provide the last four of the social security number, the applicant's name, and the date of birth. The interface responds if a match was or was not found, if they they are deceased, and so on. The entire Have Excel data set can be downloaded here, and you can click on it from the social security. Wow. So they ran them starting uh, July 3rd. And they ran about 33,000 one day names, 74,000 names another day. That's probably why they kept doing it. July 3rd was the first day they did it. They ran 33,103 names. 61% had no, no match. So total they did... 673,560 voters, 
393,017 had no social security records. It's a lot of fraudulent voting. In fact, Arizona weekly processing has some of the highest non-match percentages in the country, typically between 50 to 65%. In, in most other states, this ratio is from 15 to 25%. In the first week of July, Arizona jumped from processing 500 to 600 a week to a mass of 70,000 a week. The volume stopped on September 10th and is now back down to a few hundred. Starting in February, both Texas and Kansas were also processing large volumes each week, between 30,000 to 55,000 voters. This also stopped and went back to normal volumes in June. These are checks on older voter registration applications because this volume far exceeds new voter applications. So what's going on here? That's what I want to get to. The image below, which you can't see, shows the only, it's, it's just like a, a data flow chart of, of how the check works. Shows the only three voter registration systems in Arizona and many of the interfaces. This includes Maricopa County, that's where Phoenix and Scottsdale is, VRAS system, V-R-A-S, the Pima County system, the state-based system called AVID used by all other counties. <coughs> Sorry. The HAVE interface processes data through the MVD. Because of this, it's unclear which of these three voter registration systems or possibly a commercial service is pushing the massive number of ID verification requests to the SSA. This appears it's possible this may have been related to the audit investigation, obviously. Below are the weekly transactions for the past two years of voter identity processing by Arizona. Rarely do they ever exceed a few hundred requests a week until July of 2021. Yes, yeah, so it's definitely the, the audit. And that's it for that article. Now, here's the problem with um, all this, the, the Arizona audit, is so far, all they've shown is that there's fraud or that the, the elections are, are massively insecure. But if you're going to push things in Trump's direction, you not only have to show that people voted illegally, you have to show that they voted for Biden. And they haven't done that. When they released the, the audit results, there wasn't enough fraudulent votes for, for Biden to flip it. Now, they're not done. They could still do that. But, I mean, good Lord, we are a, about a year anniversary of, uh, of Trump losing the election. So, I mean, you haven't even had one state produce anything. Now, if they produce something, between the fight you'd have on your hands with the media and the courts... I just, like I've said from the beginning, I don't see any feasible way with how much opposition there would be and how, how you'd have to fight it in the courts. I don't see any way that it would be done before Trump would run for re-election anyway. The important thing that needs to come out of this is they need to secure the elections 
for, for 2022 and 2024. So if it doesn't lead to Trump getting back in the White House, uh, it needs to lead to the, to the fact where people's, where there's not 400,000 fraudulent voters in one state. And they haven't even run all the names. I mean, they, they've, they've, they've only run, they've run 673,000. That's not all the voters. So they, they need to, they need to lock down, um, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Arizona. You know, I know you can lose your account for saying this, but I know what I saw. I was covering the election that night. You can't tell me, you know, they, they just all of a sudden stopped counting. This is what happened. You know, they counted, they were counting votes. Then they stopped. You know, there was a water pipe break in, in Georgia. They kicked all of the re Republican observers out. Which I said they kicked them out. They left. You know, they were asked to leave and left. So great job, Republican observers. And then from the time they did that till morning, you had hundreds of thousands of votes. I'll go for Biden and none for Trump. I'm sorry. I don't care if you want to scold me or give me a strike on my channel. I saw that. You know, it reminds me of like a, you know, so they say, well, you, you, there's no proof of any fraud. It, it reminds me of a mafia boss saying, like, you can't prove I've murdered anyone. There's no witnesses. Yeah, I know. You killed them all. So just because you did an awesome job covering your tracks doesn't mean we all don't know something's wrong. You know, it, it really does. It reminds me of, of organized crime. It's like a mafia guy. You can't, you can't prove I'm doing anything wrong. No, I can't, but you are... Um, the vice president of a waste management company and you live in an $11 million home and you have another $9 million home on the beach. So something's not adding up, you know? So that that's it. Now, they, they've, they've got to prove it though. And I said, if you followed me on Check the News, I said in the beginning that if Trump and his people and the Republicans didn't have a, a plan in place for this, because remember, Trump was talking about this two years ago. That the election, they're going to do mail-in balloting and steal the election. All right, then you needed to get together with some people and have a contingency plan in place to catch them. And you didn't, so you deserve to lose. I guess as I'm talking to you, another good thing about all this is um, you realize it's almost been a year. So... One thing I realized when Joe Biden got in is the same thing I realized when Trump got in. You know, with Trump, for me, it was like, enjoy it, because four years is going to go quick. And I feel the same with Biden. The older you get, the more time just, you know, it's like, it's like when I was uh, 11 years old, if you told me I was going to have to wait four years for something, you might as well have told me I'm going to have to wait 40,000 years. But the way time moves when you get older, four years is, is an inhale and an exhale. So I believe the Republicans, uh, or uh, Joe Biden, and whoever's calling the shots behind him, whether it's Obama or whoever it is, is going to, they're gonna continue to shoot themselves in the foot so badly that, that it, things are going to backfire on them. You know, you don't want food prices to go up 60%, but in another way you kind of do. 
because uh, nothing wakes st stupid people up faster than high fuel costs, costs and ha high uh, food costs. That makes everybody re-examine their political allegiance. When people can't buy food, uh, they get mad. I remember I read a book from Lester Sumrall where he said, no, it was John G. Lake. He said, leaders have learned that you can do anything to a population until they get hungry. And then people, people die, you know. People take food very seriously. So uh, whatever happens, it's going to work out for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. I know that. One thing after COVID last year is you will never be able to get me to worry about anything. And remember the Bible says that. I think it's in the Amplified where it adds words to it and says, don't worry, fret, or have anxiety about anything. But in all things with prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God. So that's not prayer. Well, I'm just going to like ignore what's happening. No, your prayers change things. Prayer changes things. But I, I'm not concerned. I mean, even, even in my like natural brain, I'm not concerned about anything. I also have a high regard for the ingenuity of the American people. So if they're backing up the ports on purpose, I think, I think other governors will get involved and open up ports like DeSantis and Abbott. Um, and I, th I, think, I think the people who produce food in America will find a way to end around federal restrictions. That's what I think. Father, I thank you for this day. Thank you that you've given us another day to be alive. I pray that you would bless this day. Thank you for your word that says in Psalm 23, surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives. We receive that today. I pray you'd bless every viewer, everybody that's listening by podcast. Bless their families. Bless everything they touch, as you said you would do. Thank you that everything we touch is blessed. Thank you that things that would normally fail will succeed because of our involvement. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, this is a book that changed my life. It's written by Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. I got it when I was 19 years old. It's called Seeing Jesus as He Really Is. It's actually the first time I met Dr. Rodney. I was 19 years old and I met him at a conference. I was working at a radio station at a church and he, he stopped by the radio station. And he said, are you coming to the meeting tonight? I said, yeah. He said, wait for me after and I'm gonna give you a book. Well, there was like a lot of, there was like 2,000 people there. So I'm not going to like wait after and try to find them and say, hey, remember you said you were going to give me a book? So I went back to the radio station and kept working. It was like 11.15 at night, 11.30. And he comes in the radio station. He's like, hey, there you are. I've been looking all over for you. Here's the book I said I was going to give you. And he gave it to me and it was, it was signed and made out to me. So I, I read it when I was in Bible school. It's called Seeing Jesus as He Really Is. And man, it's an eye opener. So if you don't know, I'm building a church. One of the churches here in Pittsburgh that shut down for COVID uh, never opened up again. They lost all their people. So we bought it, five acres of property, and we're getting the permitting right now.
to build the building and I'm going to build a church that'll never close no matter what. So if you help me with that today, I'm going to send you that book to say thank you. If you would like to give, our uh, giving information is on my website, revivaltoday.com, and you click give now. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Uh, I'm in New Hampshire, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Lake Church, Newport, New Hampshire. I have an app that if you liked, uh, if you liked watching me today, I do an actual program like from a, from a studio at 10 o'clock at night. It's called Check the News, where we basically go through everything you're not supposed to go, you're not supposed to tell people about. So um, the best way to watch is on the app, because that you don't want to be in the control of Facebook and YouTube. The app is Revival Today. It's on the App Store, Google Play, Roku, uh, Smart TV, all that stuff. There's one more thing. Oh, yeah. Don't forget this. I've got a magazine coming out very shortly. If you're interested in it, I'll send it to you for free. It's going to examine why you have a right to an exemption from the vaccine. I cover the religious and ethical end. Dr. Kelly Victory wrote an article in it. She covers the medical reason why you're not wrong to reject the vaccine. And Chris Ann Hall, constitutional attorney, takes it from the legal end. And it'll encourage you and strengthen you if you're in a situation right now in healthcare, wherever, where you're having to to stand strong. So I'll put that in your hand. Just go to our, our website, revivaltoday.com slash newsletter. There should, there should be something on there, sign up, sign up for our newsletter. But it's a full color magazine. I'd be happy to send it to you. For myself... For my dog, Chris, who for some reason is tired very early in the morning. Hope you have a great day, and uh, you can follow me here on Instagram. Thanks for watching. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, this is Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast, or if you're listening to my wife's. Thank you on her behalf. If you want to be more than just a casual listener and stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to our generation, go to RevivalToday.com and click Give Now and be a part of the 1,000 monthly partners that we're believing for. I have a special gift that I'll send to you today, and I'll say thank you in advance. Until next time, thanks for listening. See you later.